It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. And little did you know, Jimmy Fallon and I now have to save the world. <laughs> like actually. Like actually save the world. Um, so I, I have to be completely honest with you. Whenever things like this happen, I go into a different mode. Yes. Um, it's a special mode. So today I bought straws that you consume tainted water with. And they, they last for up to 1,300 gallons of water. Are you in survivalist mode yes. right now? And I've already, I reordered potassium iodide tablets and emergency water pouches. Like that's... And I have three different kinds of gluten-free survival food. Oh, that is so rad. All right, so you're definitely coming to my bunker party tonight then? Because <laughs> so, you said that's, you... That's the... what happens when, when these things happen. I just, I start... You go into survivalist mode. I really do. Okay, like I, uh, ex- I, you know, I had to cover this for three hours on the radio today. Um, I go into this other mode. Okay, hold on. Very brave of you. <laughs> where's my Where's my hero? Without hair or makeup. Jim, I sat down. Never mind the people who have been taken hostage. No, no. And we don't know if they're going to make it through. You're uh, the brave one. You know, because you hear things like thoughts and prayers, but it's yeah. kind of vague. I think mm-hmm. it should be more specific. I think you got to think of the guys who sat in chairs with no hair or makeup, by the way. I went down Are the, you okay? You know... I'm going to persevere. I know, I know no one with, has asked with, about you. With but... help from friends. <laughs> the Meghan Markle of radio joining us now. What about me? Okay. And I, I see what you did there, and I appreciate it. I, I simultaneously resent it because I wasn't trying to say that. <laughs> but no, it was great. I know, but I know. But it was a great moment. But what like, I'm trying to say is in moments like this, you go into survival mode. Yes. I go into perspective mode. Mm-hmm. Okay, perspective mode. Like I go up to this like 20,000 foot view of what's going on. And I try to give people like this, this human reaction to what this is. Like, to give it, like sometimes there's not a side. You know what I mean by that? So it's like innocence were slaughtered. Okay, there should be no yeah, but like I couldn't agree with like the day belongs to them. Now is not the time for well, it's an apartheid state. Yeah. So we need a ceasefire. It's like maybe those hot takes Mm -hmm. haven't aged very well. Yeah. yeah. And now we need to consider like the horrificness. I mean, that's what I mean. It's very difficult to hear and ingest the facts of this because there it's inconceivable that human beings can treat each other like this. Yes. Having said that, Mm -hmm. those ignoramuses in the squad, those mental deficients Mm -hmm. are still finding ways to inject their brand of poison, which is so incredibly insensitive uh-huh. and short-sighted. Well, that's what drives me crazy, is they try to claim their... Rashida Tlaib is a witch? Oh, she can't hear she's right now. She's a compromised witch? Well, she's sliding into Hamas's DMs right now. She, she can't really, hear you. I mean, it's disgusting. Yeah, like, I love her profile. Like, it's disgusting. But that's the part that drives me crazy, is like the people that are trying to make empathy their brand are the least empathetic people amongst us. Yes. Because empathy is not... A, it's more a brand than a trait now. Mm-hmm. Okay, if empathy is an actual trait that you embody... There's no yeah, but. Okay, but you raise such a good point because it's not empathetic yeah. if your whole goal is, well, what's in it for me? Yeah. That's the opposite of empathy. Oh, it's like, gross. Like, how can I use this 
to make myself look better. Mm-hmm. That that's an awful thing. No. And it's it's literally like whatever the definition of empathy is, that's that's the antonym. It's not that thing. So as I watch this and I bravely cover it on the radio. Very brave. Brave, brave. They were like, Jim, you really gonna go in there? And I was like, No, I'm go- I'm doing it, guys. <laughs> they tried to keep you. I'm doing from it going noon to three. They're they were like, Jimmy, this is you. crazy. There's a fine line between bravery and stupidity. I'm like, no, I'm gonna cover it, guys. <laughs> Without hair or makeup. Again, on Fox Nation. <laughs> Went right in. But as, as, as you do this, I, you know, I, I try to imagine, like, what we've become as a world because we're in a bad spot. And this yeah. is, like, as someone who saves the world quite frequently. Five days a week, Jim. But your record. Go to foxnewspodcast.com, wherever you're listening to this right now, and is, keep enjoying it. Things they say will never be broken. Cy Young's 513 Major League wins, mm-hmm. your record for saving the world. It'll never be broken. No. It's like the DiMaggio 56-game hitting streak. I mean, never, never be broken. I didn't even get to marry Marilyn Monroe. Not even. You're, well, well it worked out in your best interest in the long run. She had a lot of miles on the old Chevy. Uh, you know, check the Carfax on that one, kids. God love her. I love her, but I'm just saying. Did they look for hypodermic bruising inside her rectum? Oh, man. <laughs> you got me. Did you think we were going to go there? I, I, I should have known we were going to go there. I don't know that I necessarily thought we were going to go there. Uh, but here I am handing Toons as the driving cat the car keys yet again. <laughs> I'm not the bad guy here. Fox is. But God love them. They're fabulous people. Uh, But hold on a second. So we're starting the podcast now? In three, (laughs) two, and go. So here we are. Okay. Imagine a world. Like in 9-11, like literally one guy said, yeah, but. It was like uh, Jeremiah Wright. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like Obama's preacher. We're like, how dare you? Like, ostracize us. We don't hear this guy ever again. God bless America. God damn America. (laughs) Until he was saluting the president eight years later. But it was unfathomable on 9-11 that there was going to be a yeah, but Mm -hmm. when people were suffering such carnage. Mm -hmm. But we're we're living in a yeah, but world now because I think everybody has gotten so consumed with having a take and explaining to the side they ideologically oppose why they're always wrong. Like, we've got to get back to a place of conceding that I guess we're both capable of being right at times. Maybe not at the same time. But on a moment like today, there's no world where you can possibly be right if you think the correct approach to this is, yeah, but. Yeah. Ah, Israel's done you know, a lot of things over there. I'm like, what are we talking about yes. here? That's the part that drives me crazy. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. So as a person who actually has empathy, because I'm new enough to this that I care. You still have feelings. No, no, I... I concede every day on the air on days like today when I bravely go on the radio. Mm. I say there is a version of me when I'm on like my fifth contract and my third wife, all of whom are named Jenny. Okay. I keep just trading up for a younger one. Then I am You're a, like the Leonardo DiCaprio yes. of Ohio farm girl <laughs> pimps. Wildly out of touch. But I'm not there. Like, I care. So I go on the radio, and I'm like, how is this broadcast going to affect the people who consume it? You know? And there are so many people out there that aren't mindful of that. Like, we have a protest in Times Square right now as we tape this, where they're holding up banners, gay people for Palestine. I'm like, you couldn't hold that up in Palestine. Yeah, so Brad Palumbo actually posted a picture of Queers for Palestine, and and his uh, caption was, who wants to tell him? Yeah. Like, this, you you would not exist. Like, yeah. they, they would have gone after you first. Yeah. They, this, they wouldn't have waited. They wouldn't have gone through the Germans and the, the Jewish babies. They would have gone 
right to the American gay people, and and you would be sadly first to go. Imagine that farm that I'm going to go to to pick up my next Jenny, mm. okay? And the first thing I see on the farm in the chicken coop is a chicken with a sign that says, Chickens for KFC. <laughs> and now I've got to say to the chicken, like, listen, I don't know how much time you spent at KFC. It's a little bit more of a conflict of interest. Than... <laughs> this isn't what you think it yeah. is. I know what the squad tweeted. Yeah, okay? and I know people told you it's delicious. And it is. How, <laughs> the, I mean, I'm not a fan the, of it. The, the, the good news is KFC is delicious. The bad news is you're KFC. Okay, you're a value meal. And that's the part that is so mind-blowing. Is like, I, I fully admit every day. Like, no one's ever copied off me in a test. I went to community college. I didn't attend it. I showed up every day. <laughs> I drank on the campus. I played hacky. You know what I mean? I met chicks with low self-esteem. I had a great time. Yeah. Okay, but understand, like, I shouldn't feel intelligent when I look at the actions of elected officials, but I feel empowered by their stupidity, like, intellectually. Are you you surprised? I guess I'm not surprised, but I'm disgusted that the president hasn't spoken since Saturday. (sighs) This, too. Okay, so he has a barbecue Sunday. They go to bed early today. You want to believe it's like, well, they must be working around this behind the scenes, but it's not. It's not indicative of him being hard work. Working behind the scenes means coming out Mm -hmm. from... The, the bunker in the White House with your sleeves rolled Here's up Here's what going, we know. We got this. This is what's like, going on. Don't worry. We, we, he, we have got this in ways that you've never imagined. That, I do, I'm not filled with that confidence. No. Whenever something bad happens, I don't care who the president is. I'm a libertarian, so chances are I didn't vote for this person. Yep. But I want them to come out and give me some reassurance as an yeah. American who loves his country and loves other people in the world uh-huh. and and knows the love that people have for their children and their families mm-hmm. and those families should remain intact you shouldn't have a father rushing to save his 20 year old daughter and then both of them are still missing yeah it's horrible and it's... and there's no i mean but that urgency that other human beings have that capacity for empathy the fact that our president is either too incompetent or too dead on the inside to show that It really grosses me out. Well, that's the problem, I think, in this moment is like it's indicative of them recognizing he's a public facing liability. They don't want to put him in front of a microphone with the game on the line because you don't know. You don't know what's going to come out of his, you know, he's going to tell you his favorite group. And that disqualifies him. from. Of course, he shouldn't be the president. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, but that right there, if the worry is that he's going to say something embarrassing or inflammatory, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to speak contemporaneously to any situation, particularly one that is this dire. And he can't. This is they have a population of seven million people. This is the size of a 9-11, as we know. And we're also facing this liability in that they decimated our strategic petroleum reserves to boost his poll numbers, Mm -hmm. okay? We've got like 17 days left right now, in theory, okay? And we're not speaking to any of this because I think they're concerned about putting him in front of a microphone. That's reality. We have a president who's going to tell you his favorite band growing up was the Hamas and the Papas. And we're like, no, no, it was the Mamas. (laughs) It was not them. It was the Mamas. It was not the Hamas and the Papas. (laughs) But that's what he's going to say. And then we all have to act like it's normal. It's not normal. None of this is normal. It's not normal to support Palestine as a gay person. It's not normal to have a president who can't be in front of a microphone. You know what's even more unsettling? Yeah. So it's like I'm always looking around going, who would I want in charge? Like who would I want calling the shots who's actually – and obviously my my first thought is Spike Cohen. Like Spike Cohen. Your libertarian buddy is great. Love him. He he would be amazing. Nikki Haley also had a really good weekend outlining what is going on here and what she would do. This Mm -hmm. this plays to her strengths. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden, Antony Blinken, they're awful. They're garbage people. They should be. But 
what made me bilious and vomitous on the inside was thinking about what if Kamala Harris were president in this moment? Exactly. That's oh, the reaction I have every time I think about it. I go, I go, oh my God. That that hurt me. First of all, just her laughing her at the cackling. news. Yes. Yeah, her laughing at the news. She would find some reason to laugh oh. because she's so unstable and incompetent. It is scary. There's this great Jim Morrison lyric in uh, Roadhouse Blues where he says, I, I woke up this morning, I got myself a beer. The mm-hmm. future's uncertain and the end is always near. Like, we're living in Roadhouse Blues right yeah. now. Like, I'm going to wake up and get it. Like, I feel justified in getting a beer this time. Yeah, I feel like I've woken up in the Patrick Swayze Roadhouse. <laughs> Those Roadhouse Blues. They get real frisky. You can have more than a beer. They sure do. Holy hell. But what a scary time to be alive. And, I mean, I think the only thing guys and gals and, and theys and thems like you and me can do is just be a port in the storm of sanity. Yes. Okay? I know we're politically divided right now, but there is not a side here. Okay? And People you also, were innocently you don't killed. get to steal my water pouches or my special life-saving survival straws, or my potassium iodide, or my gluten-free survival food. Back into the bunker. But she does this. Like, she does. She's, you know, she does I mean, does I have this. a tactical axe and a bat <laughs> next to my bed. I really do. <laughs> but that's just living in New York City. Yeah, like, who the, does it at this point? Our tour managers were, is like, really? <laughs> Should I worry? That's funny. I love that that's what we're calling male escorts now, a tour manager. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> Kennedy saved the world. She sure does boost their spirits in between saving. Wow. Tip your waitress. Um, well, Jim, thanks for stopping by. I know it's been, you must be exhausted from yeah. the bravery that you've shown today. You know, the IDF calls you I was told for tips on 42. I took live calls. I was told there'll be a medal ceremony. So uh, I look forward to getting there and then having the president wander out. I mean, Anthrax through. and Megadeth are going to play, but yeah, yeah nonetheless, it'll be, <laughs> be a there. metal ceremony. <laughs> All right, along with Jimmy Fallon, this has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.